Hey guys, welcome to this first episode of A Rooftop Casual, a brand new podcast coming out of Brighton, England. I'm your host, Ross Medlin, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the BIOS urn, the world's first completely biodegradable urn designed to turn you into a tree after life. This is something I'm hugely passionate about, as I believe it could hold the key to transforming our relationship with the process of life and death, which could potentially unite spiritual and non-spiritual practices in a reintegration with nature. But first, a little bit about me. My name's Ross Medlin, and I'm 26 years old, and I've been living in Brighton for around three years now. I currently work in an SEN college, that's a special educational needs college, that's my full-time job, and I'm originally from Cornwall. And I moved to Brighton to pursue a career in music. However, I've started this podcast because I came to realise that my love for podcasting came very naturally. It wasn't something I used to shape a mould of myself, to fit in with other groups, or to be part of an image that I'd like to be seen in. It was something that I came to very naturally in my own search for culture that I would like to consume and be a part of. And I believe it's that through all the noise that you should move towards. So I started a rooftop casual because I wanted to share in conversation new ideas and topics relating to social change with those people and projects that I find personally inspiring. People on the fringe of what's happening now with ideas that could change the way we collectively see ourselves, our environments and others. I aim to have an episode out once every two weeks at the start with this building to an episode a week once I figured out scheduling times and how long it takes to edit an episode and whatnot. So with that in mind, I really do hope you enjoy this first episode of a rooftop casual, the Biosern, a lasting last impression. So, a few months ago, my grand did sadly pass away, and it's been heavy on some of the family, and is still being felt now by some. But it's bizarre, but it's a bizarre moment when you realise you're moving up the family tree. So, my mum's now a gran. I've recently, well, recently, become an uncle in the last couple of years. That's something I need to pay attention to. But you kind of realise... Like, you get in touch with your own mortality, let's say. How long before I'm a dad? Or a granddad? Or how long before I, myself, might pass away? You see? And there's nothing like death to get you in touch with those sorts of questions. See, we don't think about death until it touches us personally in our lives. And then we mourn, and we go through that process, and then it becomes... Something in the back of your mind that's always there, but you don't acknowledge in the present moment. But they scattered my grand's ashes on Gadrivi Beach, which is down in Cornwall where I come from. And it's just up from there, in the main car park. You can walk up, and it's inaccessible by foot on the ground, on the beach, 
because it's cut off by water. But you can look over the cliff and there's this natural area where seals congregate and live. And it's lovely because no one really can get there and disturb them and try to feed them and whatnot. But yeah, they exist there and that's a natural habitat that's occurred. And I recommend if you're down in Cornwall, go visit Gudrevi Beach. It's up from the car park. You can look over and it's lovely. But anyway, just to the left of that is where my family scattered my grand's ashes, right next to where they scattered my granddad's ashes, who died around five years ago now. But it got me thinking, we only acknowledge part of the transformative experience of death. Regarding your religious beliefs, whatever they may be, we acknowledge that part of us moves on or ceases to exist but we don't pay particular attention to what happens to our bodies. Now I'm talking about the literal physical transformation after death. Now the scattering of the ashes may be quite therapeutic for my family, but I don't believe we as a society have grown much beyond the Victorian concrete view of death. Where once you've died, your body is left to decompose in a cemetery with a slab of concrete as an ever grey reminder of your mortality. That you existed. And we cling on to that. We cling on to that. That somehow we're separate from the ecosystem that is all around us. We accept that animals are part of this ecosystem, part of a food chain. And when they die, they're part of decay and renewal. But yet there's no acknowledgement to our place in this system. In our return to nature. As much as death sucks, and it does, I feel we're not acknowledging the tough fact, and it only remains a tough fact because we don't have a healthy relationship with the fact that life goes on. Life resumes in another way. It transforms, it renews. We're not celebrating a holistic view of life and our return to nature. But you may be initially saying or thinking, Ross, A lot of people are cremated now, and what about cemeteries for war? They're well looked after, they're not grey, and they attract a lot of tourism. And they help us understand our own nature, our own instincts, and maybe reflect back on us, the size of ourselves we'd like to evolve beyond. And I agree with that. They are there to represent the nameless fallen, but also as a constant reminder to the vast numbers of people who die in war and hopefully serve as a deterrent lest it happen again and they're always kept clean and tidy and have affiliations with charities, I get it. But I believe we're currently cremating the vast numbers of people or the vast majority of people one, because it's cheaper and two, because we see cemeteries as a negative use of space with a priority going to housing But with that being said, I would like to introduce to you what could be a game changer. A new product called the BIOS Urn. A fully biodegradable urn designed to turn you into a tree after life from the company BIOS, driven by two brothers, Gerard and Roger Maline. Their description on their website, and let me get that, says, The BIOS Urn is much more than an urn. It's a catalyst for life. It's made using 100% biodegradable materials, 
and is respectful to the planet in all ways possible. Built with a capsule that meets the needs of any type of tree is the perfect medium to allow for proper growth of a tree or plant when planted with the remains of your loved one. You can find videos online by going to YouTube and searching Biosern. Please check it out. I personally feel this could revolutionise our relationship with life, death and nature. You can turn into any tree of your choosing, but they do recommend checking the soil composition and what trees or plants best grow in your climate. So again, with this in mind, I would like to pose a scenario. Picture this. A little boy, let's say six, he loses his mother. His grief is felt quite heavily naturally. And yes, he could go to her grave every year or as often as needed, and no denying those moments have their healing qualities. It's part of the healing process to be able to speak in a private space to your loved one, with a permanent memorial to them. No denying that. But, there's an opportunity for this child to recognise the transformative experience of death into new life. Life resumes. Getting to grips with that tough fact, as I've already said, life goes on. So his dad decides to use the biocern or any other biodegradable urn, if they're out there. This isn't about a product placement or plug of any kind, but it's about the concept behind it and the natural therapy that could bring for that child to see himself grow as well as his mother's new life. I tell you, that would be the most cared for tree ever. You start off letting the seedling grow in your house and then when ready, planting it out in your garden and who knows, in the perfect scenario, like the ending to some sort of Hollywood movie, that child's grown up children of his own playing on that very tree perhaps even picking fruit from it what bit of a strange thought but (laughs) you know you see what i mean what a positive experience that could be for him and for future generations grandma is that tree she inhabits it she's not just a memory anymore picnics could be had in her shade you see what i mean Hopefully you're starting to warm to this idea. I hope I hope you are. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can find us on all the major social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at A Rooftop Casual. You can also go to our website, arooftopcasual.wixsite.com forward slash my site, where you can join the mailing list to get exclusive monthly content. Now back to the show. A simple Google search will tell you in 2016, 7,442,000,000 people existed globally. It's probably far more than that now. You know how many people are born a minute here? See, life is this constant ebb and flow of consciousness entering and leaving the planet. And we live as part of this ecosystem, but yet we're denying ourselves that inclusion. We acknowledge that plants, animals, they decay, renew, but our current system reinforces that we are separate from it. We are separate from this ecosystem. You're detached, separate from life, 
either a permanent concrete placeholder, or you're not worth the space to be re-entered into this planet, to be part of it again. And we also have growing issues that affect our planet, like climate change, which affect us all. Now, all I'm saying is that there is the potential for seven plus billion trees to be planted within, you know, our lifespan, a uh, hundred years from now. And the Forestry Commission England recently has an article titled How Trees Can Help Reduce Climate Change. It says, whilst trees are growing, trees use sunlight to absorb carbon dioxide from the atmosphere through the process of photosynthesis and stores it as carbon in the organic form of wood. It also releases oxygen back into the atmosphere. It goes on to state, one of the practical ways to combat climate change is to plant more trees in order to take carbon out of the atmosphere. As long as they are planted in the right place, younger trees can absorb carbon dioxide more quickly whilst they are growing. But as a tree ages, a steady state is eventually reached. At this point, the amount of carbon dioxide absorbed through photosynthesis is similar to that lost through respiration and decay. Decay in this instance meaning leaf foliage, which then adds to the net increase in soil carbon entering back into the cycle of things as we know it. If we fundamentally shift our ideas of cemeteries and graveyards, we could simultaneously help climate change whilst growing into society which sees the experience of death as a transformation into new life. Graveyards could be forests, could be woods. That's not a negative use of space to me. And not saying you wouldn't have plaques next to the trees or places where you could acknowledge who this tree was. You know, you could have plaques as you do now. This idea could also create jobs. Apprenticeships in forestry with a keen focus on tending to these new woodland cemeteries, you know? And let's not forget that it could create new environments for wildlife. You could be in one of these new cemeteries. You could look up, and there's birds living in the trees. There's squirrels, you know? <laughs> and hopefully I'm not preaching too much here, but I'm just passionate about this idea. It's really a no-brainer to me, guys. It's a no-brainer. It says on the Biosome website that the first garden dedicated to growing biosomes inaugurated in May 6, 2017 in Granby, Quebec, Canada. This cemetery has recently teamed up with a biosome distributor and has called their cemetery the Tree of Life Garden. I actually found out this cemetery is a Catholic cemetery, much to my surprise. <laughs> I honestly thought that they would be the last in line for this idea, but hey, I stand here corrected. I like the fact that director Elise Champagne, great name by the way, director of the cemeteries of Granby, is progressively minded. He is quoted on the website saying, through death, there is life that resumes. The cemetery apparently has plans to expand and also has a group that tend to the trees. As I was saying, it can create new jobs and also has the option of having name plaques and leather bouts added to the trees. But that's one cemetery or group in the world that exists in Canada. Let's bring this idea to England. Brighton, progressively minded people of the world, I call on you. Let's make space for this.
and I'm not saying huge space either. It could be it could be integrated into our pre-existing national parks or nature reserves. There's pre-existing space for this. Let's say you could be walking through, let's say the New Forest in Southampton. You're walking there, and you come across what says you're now entering a natural cemetery. Yes, it may it may be more uniform in its approach. The trees may be aligned in rows and whatnot, but you're integrated into the pre-existing space for wildlife. You know, birds, squirrels, hedgehogs could be existing as part of this cemetery as well. Instead of trying to make new space for this, I believe we could integrate us back into the pre-existing space, a return back into this ecosystem, let's say. And it's almost poetic in a very strange way, that we ourselves could become the solution to our biggest problems. We could aid the issue of climate change by choosing a positive last impression. But I get it. Death isn't a nice topic to talk about. Grief can be felt so hard at times, it stops us even wanting to acknowledge it. It stops us looking at solutions to growing a healthier relationship with the process of life and death. But this biocern, it might just do it. But regardless of whether you're spiritual or not, I hope we can unite at least on the fact that something positive could happen to our bodies after we pass away. We could have a lasting, last impression on this planet. One that could aid climate change and ease the mourning process for our loved ones. Let's not let our deaths be the end of our impact on this planet. And I want this on record. When I die, I want to be a tree. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Rooftop Casual. You can find out more about my guests and stay up to date on the news of the podcast by going to the website, a link to which can be found on the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at A Rooftop Casual. See you next time.